0: Well, I woke up yesterday and almost had a panic attack. I was thinking about having to get ready for work and it just upset me and sent me into a panic. I had meditated the night before that I would have a good day and I'd be out of the funk that I've been in. And so I woke up and I still felt like I was in a funk. So I had a panic attack because I was like, how am I going to get through 12 hours at work? And I feel like this, like getting dressed and walking out the door. I was almost in tears because I just didn't want to go and I couldn't call off. So I got there and it was not good. The first two calls I had three calls, really two people sent me over the edge. I was crying and I, you know, just felt like, how can I justify staying here at this job when it makes me feel this way? I feel like shit like I feel like literal shit so I went up to one of the supervisors after I cried on the phone in the stairwell with my friend and I went back in the room and I walked up to him and I said I'm gonna quit what do I need to do (laughs) and I almost couldn't believe it but I was done I was done and They're just like, they talked to me and, you know, they didn't want me to quit. They are like, oh, just think about it, blah, blah. And I'm like, honestly, I've been thinking about this for weeks. Like just considering my options and how was I going to remain okay if I stayed at the job that made me not okay. So, you know. It's just, there are so many things that led up to me quitting, not even in the middle of my shift, like an hour and a half into the day. Like, there was no way I was going to be getting 12 hours accomplished. There just was no way. And I feel badly in a way, because I really was good at my job. And many people did point that out to me. And at the same time, just because I'm good at something doesn't mean I have to do it for a living. It made me miserable. Being a good listener, being empathetic, those are all things that I cherish about myself. And I worked very hard to be a person who is a good listener and a person who can see things from other perspectives and come up with ideas that are maybe not the norm. And that's good. Those are good things. However, when I use them for work, I'm not getting that reciprocity when I'm dealing with clients. And so I thought that that was something that I would be okay with in this in that particular job because it was not dealing with people face to face because I thought that that was what had been exhausting me in my career thus far but it's really the emotional debt like I've mentioned before that you go into because you have to give so much of yourself like to be empathetic you have to be able to access the parts of yourself that allow you to be vulnerable, that allow you to understand what it is people might be going through. And no one's paying me for that. They're paying me for the time that I spend at the job. They're not paying me to, de- to, to grab something from inside myself in order to help someone. And I don't know that there's a monetary compensation that would be enough for someone To do something like that, you know, however, many people are able to do what they need to do in order to get that job done. Many people have been working at that particular agency over a decade (laughs) and are able to thrive in that environment. That's awesome. I am not one of those people, Um, you know, I haven't stayed at a job longer than three years and I definitely was not going to stay at one for one year where I was miserable and having panic attacks. It's just crazy. So one of the things that I do when I'm feeling completely depleted is I go to my tried and true coping skills. And for me, um, one of my coping skills is music. Um, (laughs) And that's actually something that many people who know me are surprised by because there's so much music I have not heard that based on where I came from, based on my background, one might think, oh, she would know this song or she would be familiar with this album or she would know a lot about this artist, but I don't. Um, That's because music for me growing up was more about the way I felt when I heard the song versus what the song was, who was singing the song, what the song was about. And as an adult, that's been changing slowly over time. As I've healed more, I've been able to connect with music in a different way. Um, I'm still able to connect based on how it makes me feel. I have, you know, playlists for certain scenarios. And when I listen to them outside of those scenarios, they bring me to the feeling that I get when I'm in those certain situations, which would make sense. Um, so lately or not lately, but in the last few years, I was introduced to an artist called NF. And long story short, I used to run in a super tight knit evangelical Christian circle of basically people between the ages of 20 and 30 for the most part. And NF was someone I was introduced to when I was hanging with those people and he was introduced to me as a Christian artist. Um, but I have found that his message is not necessarily, uh, Hey, get saved, repent of your sins. Um, it's more of, I had a lot of things wrong with me and, It wasn't because of things that I did, but the consequences have affected me and I'm slowly (laughs) regaining control of my life. That's how his music feels to me. So I haven't done it yet. Um, Yesterday, I just kind of slept and talked with my friends and just kind of got to a place where I was okay. Just trying to keep my routine. You know, I went to the gym this morning, did my, um, Stretch routine when I got home, showered, and now I'm recording like I just I've come too far in my life to allow something like quitting my job bring me down <laughs> when in fact, it's the very thing that I know is going to facilitate rapid healing for myself um because I respected my own boundaries, I knew who I could become if I were to stay there, especially after having a panic attack. You know, the first time I had a panic attack, it was like mm, three months before I knew we were going to be laid off from a job. I was in a codependent relationship with a heroin addict. I was social working him and I was losing myself. And I started to wonder what was going to happen to me if I was going to continue in that way, continue in that relationship, continue in that field where I was just totally overspent. And what ended up happening was I couldn't make a decision quickly enough for my brain and body. And so my brain started to over overthink. And I started to have panic attacks while I was driving, while I was doing very important things and having to pull over and call someone to talk to because I was so off. It's not even something that my favorite phrase out of sorts could really in- encapsulate. Like I was lost inside myself and I didn't know what to do. I didn't. I'd never done that. I'd always kept it so cool. Depression, anxiety, I always kept it together in public. And my private expression of depression and anxiety was mostly uh, sleeping, (laughs) not showering, not cleaning up after myself, Uh, not doing things that I enjoy doing, and really just letting myself go. It's also how I've come to have such large, you know, fluctuations in my weight from year to year, just because of different periods of depression, anxiety, where I'm not able to care for myself because I don't feel that I'm worth it. So struggling with those kinds of things, you know, it's just, I knew what it could become and I didn't want it to get back to that. I did not want to get burned out. So I just nipped it, nipped it in the bud, you know, just had to completely and totally release myself from that. And, you know, I'm going to just rely on what I know to be true, that I am intelligent, I'm capable, I'm hardworking, I'm an asset. And I know that whatever I do next will reflect that. Um, Anyway, so that was another freaking tangent, ADHD. Uh, so anyway, so NF's music, I uh, really enjoy it. He's kind of lyrical. Um, and lyrics, of course, are now something that I'm paying a lot of attention to. I used to just, I would listen to Wayne, you know, and he says lots of really clever, amazing, hilarious things. So now I'm able to appreciate that in other artists and able to recognize... The pain in someone's voice or the conviction with which they're talking, knowing whether or not a person is authentically sharing who they are with me through their music, or if they're letting their artistry shine through in their music, or if they're making music to get a paycheck, which many people do. And shout out to that because the paychecks are fat from what I hear. Um... I remember when someone mentioned to be me, mentioned to me that Lecrae might be a millionaire. And I was like, why would Lecrae be a millionaire? Like, I was like, do people listen to his music? But when you start small, work your way, you know, up, you believe in yourself, believe in what you're doing, believe in the mission and the content, you can turn your dreams into reality. And... I want to do that. It's one of the reasons why I am unemployed, but I'm working on this because I want to share my experiences with people because for a long time, I thought that I was so completely and totally unique in a negative way and that people could not relate to me because I tried to share myself with people and been rejected. And so I felt like I was, unrelatable, but the truth is people lack sufficient self-awareness, sufficient um, language to, sufficient language to describe what it is that they're feeling and to share with you their confusion about what it is that you're sharing because it's not something they've encountered before and instead of rejecting they could just you know kind of lean in to you to get to know you you know that's something that comes with maturity and we get more mature as we age so you know 15 20 years ago that's not necessarily something i could expect from a 15 year old who was a peer of mine right um And nevertheless, the rejection is just as hurtful, even though people don't know better. Okay, so anyway, back to NF. Um, One of his projects, or not one of his projects, really, I have to, you know, I really think about him as a collective because it really is a body of work. It really is a anthology on mental illness and how persistence and Even just basic acknowledgement that you're not okay is the beginning and gateway to healing. And being able to do that has helped me so much. It's the reason I've been vocal. It's the reason I started recording myself talking about things. Part of it to, first of all, get those things from spinning around in my head all day long. And two, as an olive branch, And not necessarily an olive branch that will benefit someone else, but an olive branch to benefit myself. Because if I can extend myself out to another person, that's only going to help me. Even if I'm rejected, that's going to help me because it will help me sharpen my discernment In choosing the people that I connect myself with, the people that I put myself out there for. So, you know, I never took a loss. I took a lesson. That's something I learned from Christian hip hop Um, and, you know, Christian hip hop on to NF, on to hoodoo, the denomination of Christianity that I practice and on to, you know, my career and my life. I feel empowered by this recent change. I also feel nervous. You know, I have a lot to prove to myself about who I am and what I'm capable of doing. And it's an opportunity to showcase what I've been working on because I haven't been healing just for my own benefit, but I mean, you know, it's definitely for my benefit, But I know that me being healed is something that will help other people because a healed person giving help, in my opinion, is more valuable than a person not in tune with themselves and not able to pinpoint the hurt in a way. Um, I think a lot of people with depression, anxiety, and mental health issues realize the importance of being there for other people in helping them in times of need, but there's a little bit of a disconnect when it comes to the expression of your need. Like it's more of a, if you need help, just kind of let me know a little bit and I'll definitely help you because everyone's deserving of help versus, oh, I hear what you're saying to me. And it sounds like these are a couple of areas that I can give you assistance in. Why don't you let me come over and we can talk about that. It's just, it's just different. I don't really know. It's kind of like that. If you know, you know, kind of a thing. And maybe it's something that, you know, non-neurotypical or non-neurotypical, neurotypical air quotes, of course, because what's really typical about the way those people think, um, you know, that's something you may just have to sit with and think about. You know, there's that one clip of that lady, some singer, maybe it's Joe Scott. I don't know. She's like. If you can't tell me what to do, then you can't tell me what to do. But if you can tell me what to do, then you can tell me what to do. It's something like that. It's like if you understand the nuance of life, then that's something that you will be able to appreciate. But if nuance is something that doesn't occur to you, then that might be something that you'll have a hard time with. Um, But, you know, ever onward. Uh, upward, upward and onward now I'm just rambling I didn't write anything down so I'm just kind of talking and I'm feeling a little uncomfortable Um, so I'm just gonna stop it here I know the last one was super long the first one wasn't that long and then this one is going to be you know somewhere in the middle whatever